thanks for coming, guys. Uh, another episode. Uh, today's episode uh, is with the lovely Kate Spencer, who runs just a, a load of shows around Wellington. Just a really fun person. She runs a show called Naked Girls Reading, which is essentially women who get naked and read poetry. Um, and I thought it would be kind of fun to talk about what she does as a person, as a producer within Wellington, uh, what she does as an artist, and what she's involved in, in character of one of her shows. So she comes on the podcast, and she came on completely naked, as you can probably see from the video right now. And uh, it was awesome. It was fun. It's really interesting just to see how, like, nudity kind of becomes obsolete after a while. Like, the more you talk to somebody and you just realize that it's just, like, a sexualized thing in our minds when it's totally normal. Anyway, we talk about all that in the podcast. Um, now, you can find Kate uh, on Instagram uh, under the alias Creatif Kate, which is C-R-E-A-T-I-F. K-A-T-E. Now, I'm pretty sure this video is going to stay up um, as long as you guys don't daub me in for having nudity. Please don't. Uh, and also, you can find Kate uh, on our website, which is creativekate.com. Uh, creative with a F. C-R-E-A-T-I-F-K-A-T-E dot com. Check it out. She's got plenty of shows coming up. As far as my show's coming up, I'm actually planning a tour of the South Island uh, but that is in February and March. So time to go on that one. Anyway, enjoy the episode, guys. Thank you. Bye. We are Kate, 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 Kate. Gab, gab, So let's address... Let's address the lack of dress? Let's address the lack of clothing on you right now. What the fuck? Uh, so <laughs> I just left <laughs> for like two minutes. <laughs> Give me any opportunity. To take your clothes off. Yeah, I will. Like, fuck it. Like, it's a body. And I prefer being naked in my body. Mm. I love my body. Other people are really enjoying my body these days, hey. too. <laughs> do you find it, like, it, do you feel it's empower? Is that what it is? Is it an empowering thing? Oh, it's an thing? empowering thing, for Where sure. Where do you think that comes from? Like, being able to just be naked is it from like a past of not feeling uh, of a feeling ashamed of you your know, body like no i'm not sure if i've ever really felt ashamed i mean my my dad always told me that i was fat and ugly jesus uh, right so i would um i would say these mantras in the mirror uh you are beautiful and you are beautiful you are beautiful and my my folks would laugh at me every time i looked at myself in the mirror went oh yeah you it's hot was this when you were younger you yeah yeah in my teen years that's yeah. very self-aware for like a younger person did you were you con did you consciously know that that was going to be helping your own sense of self-esteem i i 
yeah, I think I did. I think I did. And I had a, a mirror in my pocket at school as well. Really? So I would, I would constantly be looking at my face and saying to myself, not necessarily out loud at school, sure. but I would be saying to myself, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Because the messages that I was getting from the world at large was that I wasn't beautiful. Mm. You know, I've always been big. I've always, um, I'm not going to say I've struggled with my weight because I am not struggling with my weight right now. I am fucking loving my weight mm-hmm. right now but the messages are that fat is not acceptable you are unhealthy you are disgusting you are lazy it's all these terms that go with it and I was like I don't think I'm any of those things I mean I am lazy at times and I don't <laughs> like exercise because my body hurts because I've got various conditions mm. that make my life harder um, I've got hypermobile joints so for people on watching video my oh yeah, yeah my yeah, my fingers but my hips that po- makes me more uncomfortable than you being naked right now <laughs> doing those finger things okay <laughs> um and so like my hips go out of joint like i used to run when i was in my 20s mm. but my hips would go out of joint when i was running and and back then it wasn't so bad but but now as i've got older and it's happened more and more often and they do it during sex it's actually really they pop pain. out they pop out like if someone is on top of me and yeah. pushing my legs aside then my hips will not like it and they will just ah. go Cook! And I'll be just like, uh, please stop one moment. Let me just <laughs> let me just rearrange my body. <laughs> I thought it would be like the other way around. Like if you're on top, it would pop out a bit more. No, on top's fine actually. Is I, it like a hip flexor thing? Is yeah, I know. It's um so it's a connective tissue disorder. Right. I've got hypermobility spectrum disorder, and that means that my connective tissues are loose, which means my are joints you super flexible. Then? Yeah, well, your joints like, are flexible, but your tendons. So so my muscles are clamped yeah. like to to keep hold of everything so i'm constantly a ball of tension <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and then um and then the the kind of tendons and ligaments are kind of lax um and don't hold my joints in so it's really easy for them to 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 be overstretched and then as you overstretch you risk breaking so right, I've, right. I've played netball and my knee has, instead of going uh, the normal correct way to bend, it's just a, bent yeah, backwards. Yeah, backwards. <laughs> so gross. Yeah. And I sub, it's called subluxation. You, I sublux pretty much all of my body on a daily basis. Really? <laughs> and I live in constant pain. And so, yeah. So it it's, I didn't think we were going to talk about this, but I'm, I'm keen to talk about it if you are. Yeah, fine. What, what do you say to people who say that being overweight is unhealthy? Do you feel like the compromise is a better mental state, which is therefore more healthier than being overly critical of yourself? Yeah, I th- I think I'm as healthy as my body can be, but I don't owe anyone health. Right. I do not owe anyone my health. Mm-hmm. Like my health is my business. Um, and like this morning, a lady at church said, like pulled me up after the service and uh, grabbed hold of my shoulders and said, we need to talk about your weight, Kate. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about your health. And I'm like, uh, I'm actually doing okay. Like, I go and see an osteopath who who says, nah, your, your weight, it's not a big part of your issues, Kate. Mm-hmm. Your issues are in your freaking head. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an osteopath. I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> what the hell are you doing yeah. here wasting my 
freaking yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, like, and I went to a camp boom um, last weekend, got naked there as well. Yeah. Um, it was a camp for people over the size of 16. Okay. Uh, so fat people. And fat is not a bad word. Uh-huh. Like, it's reclaiming that word fat and saying, yeah, I'm fat. But also, that's okay. Like, this is my body, my life, my choice, my sure. my way of living, you know? Mm-hmm. And and most people will have sounds most people will have a reason. There'll there'll be a bodily reason why it's hard for them to lose weight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not a mental problem that we I don't overeat. Mm-hmm. I eat healthily. I I I find exercise difficult. And I have lost 40 kilos in the past, but at the to the detriment of my body. How did you feel when you lost 40 kilos? I hated it. What did you hate about it? I hated that other people told me that I looked good. Right. I hated that... Um, I Could you not tell yourself you looked good? With li- li- like having lost 40 kilos? I, I, yeah, I mean, I told... I did the same mantras in yeah. the mirror as when I was a kid. You're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. But what I didn't like... It's so strange. I didn't like other people telling me that I looked good slimmer. It was like they were they were saying you don't look good when you're big. Mm-hmm. And and I hated that. I hated that. So, um one of the ladies at church when I was thinner said said, "Oh, when you first got to this church, your your ass was enormous." And now my ass is the same size as it used to be. And she she's actually like, "Yeah, I know how hard it is." Like she's she's sympathetic to the to the, to the struggle to the struggle to the plight but it's not even a struggle man you know right. i'm i'm actually happier like not beating myself up trying to lose weight for someone else's opinion of me mm. you know mm-hmm. like for the world to say you are more acceptable at this weight than you are at this weight Kate. Mm. So I'm I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to live my fucking sweaty fat life. Sure. Well, you know what I think? I think as well, just for me personally, when I am attracted to somebody, the physical aspect, as I get older too, becomes less and less relative. It's definitely still a factor for me. Yeah. But I think self-confidence, self-assuredness, and... I'm the sexiest motherfucker around. Right. Let me tell you this, Gavin. Sell me on your sexiness, <laughs> Kate. You sexy motherfucker. I'm a sexy motherfucker. It is like I get out there and I I put myself out Have there. Have you got game? You got game? Dude. Dude, I've got game. Yeah. I What I do you reckon what do you reckon game is to a woman versus a guy? What do you reckon? Do you reckon they're the same or do you reckon with a woman it's more uh seduction uh illusion uh, (laughs) (laughs) i i'm not the best person to ask darling i'm the least subtle person you will ever know i'm a sledgehammer and i think that's the way to be if i'm honest right yeah yeah i'm i'm just please like this is who i am Mm -hmm. i'm you're gonna like this or you're not Mm. and if you don't you can fuck off but you're gonna like it fine i'm gonna give you more right more and more (laughs) (laughs) well i think like forwardness and transparency is key in 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 so much and we've all been brought up to not speak when it comes to sex we've been brought up to not at least me and i think this is changing as generations i don't know about you but like sex was like a taboo and it's it not, still is, darling. I, th- I think it still is. And I'm I working think, my best to stop it being. And I think I think it's really good, but it's like it, it is. It is like a taboo, and it is. Uh, it leads to a lot of problems in communication, so and many. so many of the problems that uh, you know I think men and women end up having 
can be unintended consequences of just the inability to communicate efficiently and effectively. Yeah. And understanding proper communication. Oh, totally. Totally. And, the way we, and I, I myself, when I was younger, I have in the oh, past so year. Are you, are you quite hot? Oh, I'm not, no, darling, I run You're just hot. really excited. I'm, I'm so, Calm like, down. It's so <laughs> nice to be across the table from you. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm a good interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> I forget sometimes that other people are listening. <laughs> no, they're not listening. No, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no one's, no one's no fucking one listening. No one gives a shit about you, Gavin. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but like, as I think about it, like me in the past year, uh, just the way that I think about communication between men and, and women has just been totally changed. And it's been like a real conscious, like deliberate effort. It's like rethink all my, you know, past relationships and stuff. And the reason I think these errors in communication and, and, you know, ways to fully express yourself exist in the first place is because, hey, there's not the education. Sex ed is like, hey, this is what a female sex organ looks like. This is what a male sex organ looks like, <sighs> you know. But there's no sense of, like, nuance, like... Uh, and just there's also nothing to uh, nothing about intersex organs either mm-hmm. or trans organs mm-hmm. or um, people who identify as non-binary and what how their relationship to their genitalia might be and i went to an all-boys school oh you poor yeah so i went to an all-boys school and it was just like there's so much the idea like you know just a lot of like this i think unhealthy i think i don't think masculinity in itself is inherently bad but i think there are aspects of it that kind of promote um an inability to authentically connect with other people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So there's, um, I've, I'm on the dating sites. I've, I've broken up with my long-term partner a couple of weeks ago. Oh. And I uh, know it's fine. It's a great Congratulations. decision. Congratulations. Yeah, actually, we're still living together. Um, How is that? Is oh, that it's tough? fucking brilliant. It's living together? Like, Are you still living in the same room? We're still living in the same room. We had a cuddle last night in bed, right. but we're not like emotionally like reliant on each other okay and i just wish i'd figured that out a while ago because it's so much angst has been caused not being able to communicate with him about my needs and his needs mm-hmm. and we've sort of been on the relationship escalator instead of going well actually this is who i am mm-hmm. and you're not going to get this thing from me that i think you really want so Perhaps we shouldn't be on this relationship escalator. Instead, we rode it mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, this is destroying me mm-hmm. because I'm not getting this one thing that's really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that we're separated but living together, we get on really well. It's ridiculous. The pressure kind of gets yeah, alleviated. Yeah, there's no pressure. Like, I felt a weight had lifted off my shoulders as soon as I said, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And the next day was just, oh, I f- I'm free. And then I got on the apps. <laughs> and then I discovered that my communication skills are way better than some people's out there. Sure, the, sure. the amount of gaslighting that, that men have been doing on me just in the past couple of weeks. Mm. In like, what way? So um, I might be interested in them. Sure. And then I might go, oh, actually, I'm not not feeling up to doing that because I've got this issue right now Uh and I am emotionally drained and need to not come and fuck you. And then it's like, oh, baby, you don't want me? Oh, my Uh, God. So you're trying to make you pity them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, And then, but then actually telling me that I'm an awful human being for not wanting to sit on their cock as well. And it's just, oh, no, you are blocked. <laughs> <It's very laughs> Calling me a waste of time because I changed my mind <coughs> is is 
unacceptable. Sure. So yeah. sure. Yeah. And I think I honestly I think that comes on 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 both ends as well because mm. I don't think that's thing, something that's just isolated to men. Oh no. You know I think that's and I wonder I think sometimes we can misconstrue a lot of this stuff as male or female behavior when I think a lot of the times it's it's just behavior. It's human behavior. It's human behavior. I hate I really hate the gendered identity of politics certain behavior of, characteristics yeah, and everything I'm like, like that. I've fought against that my whole life because i've got so many traits that most people would assume are, are more masculine uh-huh. and less feminine and you know my my aunt who is prim and proper mm-hmm. always telling me that I, sh- I need to be more girly girl to get the the boys to like me mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't necessarily want the boys to like me i also want the girls to like me sure. and i also want the non-binary people to like me mm-hmm. so actually i'm not gonna not be who i am mm-hmm to to try and attract what you think i need to attract yeah you know well i think that's i had the exact i think that's the exact same thing as like just being taught that you have to act in a certain way to for me growing up and only until i'm 25 now really fuck you <laughs> but fuck only off. until realizing so fucking young <laughs> jesus i'm 38 38 well you look, I look good for 38 fucking good don't i yeah, it's because i do. haven't had kids and my tits are still bouncing nah, i haven't had kids either and my tits are still bouncy too <laughs> so you know mm. oh. tight <laughs> <laughs> i honestly thought you were going to be naked too gav do you know what i thought uh, about are you feeling like a bit i'm not going to get naked just for full fine. clarity's no, sake it's fine but do you feel like there's a weird like dynamic with no. me not being naked actually no okay cool no. i want to i want to make sure you're feeling comfortable right now thank you darling i appreciate yeah. that i mean i did expect you to get your knob out for me but listen i'll take one of my shoes off (laughs) (laughs) no i don't know i don't feel imbalanced at all because i'm not naked for a sexual purpose right now Mm -hmm. and there's there's like i'm not trying to seduce you Mm. Um, i'm trying to seduce the listeners with my words (sighs) oh my god um also, yeah. thanks to the dating apps, I've decided to start an OnlyFans because apparently my voice is the sexiest motherfucking thing that really? any man has ever heard. So like, what's the trajectory of an OnlyFans? How do you get your name out there? Like, what? No fucking clue. <laughs> but I've got a couple of guys who are willing to show me. Really? <laughs> I've had so many offers of help. I've said, I really should start an OnlyFans because my voice is just turning these men <laughs> on. And they're like, it's not just your voice, Kate. And I'm like, oh. So my idea is, because I do naked girls reading. So you, let's just talk, talk about what you do, actually, real quick. <laughs> because everyone's going to be like, who is this woman sitting in the studio butt naked? <laughs> your name is Kate Creative. No, my name's Kate Spencer. Kate Spencer. Creative Kate Creative is my business Kate. name. Okay. Yeah. I um, figured that wasn't your real last name. <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted to go by an alias or no, something like Kate that. Kate Spencer. Kate Spencer. Very proud of my name. Um, I was I worked for a company that didn't want me to be out there with my name and my work. Okay. Um, so I now no longer work for that company. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a poet, performer, producer, podcaster, Basically, I'll do anything that begins with P, hence the OnlyFans kind right, of coming into right. it now. So, yeah. it's. Um, so, what are you producing at the moment? Uh, so, the next thing I've got coming up is the Wellington Feminist Poetry Club, followed by Carnage Comedy. I also produce... Oh, I'm doing Naked Boys Reading at Motat. Um, Where's Motat? It's in Auckland. Gotcha. But okay. honestly, this fucking gig is cursed by COVID, and I'm pretty certain that we're going to be locked down again. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love fun. lockdown, though. Oh, man, yeah. 
Yeah, lock my ass up. <laughs> Give me my free money. I'll shut the fuck up. I yes. don't care. Um, <laughs> so, and Naked Girls Reading and Filthy Fan Fiction. I'm also involved with Poetry in Motion and Imaginary Porno Charades. I heard that went really well. The Imaginary yes. Porno Charades. Imaginary Porno Charades is, hit, is flying off the fucking chain. It's great. Um, I had to... <laughs> I had to charade Draculabia. <laughs> was that Booth? Uh, no. The Booth's uh, yeah. no, Booth cunt Dracula. Cunt Dracula. Yeah. Uh, but Booth had by that stage changed out of their cunt Dracula outfit. Okay. So I couldn't just be like <laughs> pointing at Booth. So I had to do, I did the Dracula teeth and then I pointed to my, my labia and they couldn't get it. And I was just <laughs> like, why not? Because <laughs> they're not educated. No. That's why. Oh, Dracu cunt. Dracufanny. Draculabia. Yeah, it was That's great. It was hard as fucking. Um, it's so much fun. It's just ridiculous. So we You take guys have hit such a, a point in Wellington with that. Like, you really hit it on the head. Mm. You know, you guys are doing so well. Thank you. It's yeah. blown. The Carnage comedy sold out pretty much every time that I see it. Yep, yep. So that's uh, Hugo Girls Gigs, and Carnage has sold out the past four times. Yeah, um, so good. Which is, fuck, it's good for me as a producer. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually can eat that week. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and I eat well, <laughs> which is what <laughs> I like to do. Uh, Lashings Brownies, shout hey. out. Um, Lashings yeah. is so good. Did you have their, did you have their uh, Wellington on a plate burger? No, I didn't. Ooh, dessert burger, yes. brownies. So good. Oh, yeah, so yum. good. Um, so you're so you produce a lot of the shows. For I produce, Hugo a, Girl? yeah, I produce four. So uh, the Hugo ones are Wellington Feminist Poetry Club, Carnage Comedy, Naked Girls Reading, and Filthy Fan Fiction. Okay, and I'm I'm basically the literary queen um, of Hugo Girls gigs. So okay. anything that's to do with uh, books and literature, and then Carnage because I'm just a fucking weirdo. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah so so those are those are going super well um mm-hmm. yeah and hugo girls gigs has basically given me my life in wellington right you know? you're um, able to sustain yourself just from from these gigs and entertainment and stuff um, yeah just probably just barely right um, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say this is all i'm eating this week <laughs> so uh when I was with my ex and he was paying half the rent and half the ah, food, I got you. it was much easier. Mm-hmm. But he's moving out in a couple of weeks, so I'm going to have to... A bit scared. I'm back on the lentils. Yes. Um, yes. So Good maybe luck, my friend. The poverty diet might help my church lady see my arse shrink. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe. <laughs> and she could, yeah, she'll think that she got through to you. Yeah. And it's like, actually, you're just broke. Yeah. Yeah, you're just really poor. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. fucking hell. Um, yeah, so that's why I'm probably going to start the OnlyFans, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm going to use a pseudonym because I still do corporate work right? Um, for gigs and editing. So I'm going to have to use a pseudonym. I'd be real curious to see how that works out, the OnlyFans. Yeah. Because I wonder, like, I think everyone went through that phase of, like, creating their own OnlyFans and blah, 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 and that didn't really take off. But I yeah. think you might have a niche. Yeah, I, I'm also a squirter. Okay. And so a lot of guys are like, oh, can I see you squirt? And I'm right. like, um, maybe not right now. On the $20 tier. <laughs> $20 tier they can. $20 yeah, tier? Yeah. How does that work? Is I have it like... no fucking clue. Okay. Oh, do you mean how does my squirt work? No, no. How does... <laughs> 
That is the only fans or I don't have a fucking idea, mate. Uh, like it's just I reckon... like the idea is there, right? Mm-hmm. And um and I have to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and my conservative aunt in Scotland will hate that I am getting money for sex. Like, she hates that I get naked on stage. She sent me a birthday email. Um, lovely. Hello, hi, I'm doing really well. How are you? And then I've been watching your rise to fame in Wellington. I do wish you'd keep your clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> you hussy. Ah. <laughs> I hate you. So ah. I'm like, no, not going to. Fair enough. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta own. You gotta stick with with uh, with. I think what you found is like a thing that you really do feel comfortable with, and I think it's good because you can do it and also at the same time be empowered by it and empower other people yes, definitely, as well. Definitely. Because how many times do you see a woman of my size and shape naked? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? not often. Not often. Not often. But there's a there's a huge call for it. Mm-hmm. Occasionally I'm on Saturday night. Hey yo. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, I uh, two things I wanted to say. I wanted to say, do you think? I think weirdly enough. In our society, we definitely over-sexualize uh, the, the body in general. Totally. You know? Totally. I would go to like a few festivals down in the South Island over New Year's in the past few years, and people just walk around naked. Oh, fuck yes. And at first you see it, you're just like, oh. and then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever, chill. Yeah. And it literally just becomes the, like the total norm, and then you can look at somebody in a non-sexualized way. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? You're looking at me in a non-sexualized yeah, way right Yeah, 100%. Right where it's like, it's just, it's just a human body. You yeah. know what I mean? This is my meat sack. Your meat sack. Like- <laughs> yeah, when you look like that, it's like, <laughs> 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 doughy body. Yeah, that's all we got. <laughs> but that's that's what Naked Girls Reading is all about. You sure. Know? It's about the message that, that um, in the mainstream media, people of female body types are normally construed in patriarchal contexts they're not intelligent women reading to you Mm -hmm. they are generally highly sexualized um kind of abused in a a way for their body Mm -hmm. and just and used for sex sex sells Mm -hmm. right so remember all those i remember why you're too fucking young i remember all those wonder bra adverts from when i was a kid and all the the sex sells all the tits were up around you um right up at your chin and people crashing because of the signs (laughs) 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 but i mean if if you have like my tits are not in a wonder bra Uh um and they just they just are, yeah. you know. That, I like, honestly what's think it's the problem with that, you know? Like I, I yeah. and yet, you know, I, I think for my OnlyFans I really want to focus on the literature mm-hmm. and call myself titterature and just oh, read yes. naked and connect connect the intelligence within me. Definitely. To I think that's a great take on it. Yeah. yeah. I think I think we got a future star. <sighs> It's, a, it's all t- thanks to literature. 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 Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like that. That's funny. <laughs> Can I link that in the show notes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if I've set it up by <laughs> then, yeah. I mean, I've no fucking clue what I'm doing. I'm terrible at content creation. Are you? Yeah. Do you feel like you have a more analytical or creative brain? Um. Gosh. Anal. <laughs> anal, um, anal, <laughs> anal brain. Nice. No. Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 
sorry for my pudding. Uh, creative, definitely creative. I'm right. all over the fucking shop. Like, mm. I lost my purse a week ago and I still haven't found it. I think it's somewhere in the chaos Has of anyone my house. had their cards? Like, have you seen any money being spent no, or anything? No, okay. like, I've checked my bank account. Nothing's gone out of it, um, <laughs> apart from... My Wait, so you're just walking around without a wallet now? Yeah, yeah. Got no cards, got no driver's license. Fucking police don't stop me, please. Double the um, rent <laughs> coming up soon. Yeah, Fuck. I know. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm a I'm a fucking mess um, nah, of a creative brain. So I need someone to hook me into shape mm-hmm. and say you need to do this, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll do it. You know, that's you know, I, that's how I do my production work. Someone says you need to do this, and I'm like, oh yeah, so I do, mm-hmm. and then I get it done. Um, but yeah, making shit for myself is so hard. It's tougher because it's just you hold yourself accountable. Yeah. And you gotta have so much more self discipline for that. I am so good at procrastinating. Mm-hmm. I will I will binge watch I binged watch Lucifer for the past two weeks instead. Well, what did you think about Lucifer? Tom like Ellis is a god. Yeah, he's kinda like a modern sex symbol. <sighs> you like Tom Ellis? Mm. Yeah, you like Tom Ellis. <laughs> not me <laughs> <laughs> I don't know he's really charming he's hilarious and um, he gets naked a lot in the show and they like full nudity full like nudity full frontal but nudity. it's not full frontal because it's a cable show like, yeah right, it's right. not full frontal um, but I wonder if this can go on YouTube can this go on YouTube uh, if it's an art piece right like you can yeah yeah if it's not like yeah. a sexual I don't know who do knows? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Who's going to report it? Controversy's good. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my sweaty <laughs> underboob. <laughs> That's so controversial. YouTube right? took down my video. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the point I was making? Tom Ellis. Yeah, they play with the nudity. They play with um, they play with male nudity, mm. which is so much nicer. You know, they're, they're flipping the script. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of using a woman's body, they're using a man's. They're putting a banana and two oranges in front <laughs> to kind of play with the with the symbolism and, and everything like that. I like it. I like it. It's interesting. Yeah, I think we're definitely evolving in terms of how we communicate with each other about like, yeah. you know, sex, sex in general and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think... Um, Definitely for the better. Do you want some food porn? Like food sex? Are we allowed to eat on your You podcast? can go ahead and eat. I'm not going to eat at the moment. I just had like a big load of dirty fries. Oh my god! Yeah. And it was so good. Like but my go stomach on. is rumbling. Get like, in there. This is the, like, I'm not going to have an orgasm. I'm going to have a jawgasm. Fuck yeah. Did yeah. you want to knack it or something? No. I, I, I don't mind getting it? it all over me. Is that Great. right? Great. Yeah. Oh my god. Nice. So Do you think my OnlyFans could involve food? I porn? think a hundred percent. I think that's like a huge niche. I swear to God, there's like the thing where it's like feeders, guys who like uh, feeding women, and like I know it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like feeding women. You like feeding women? I like being fed by women. What do you get out of like? What What is that? Why? Do you reckon it's like a, a caring thing? Mm, like I'm a, a nurturer, providing. I'm a nurturing provider. Yeah, I'm. I've That's always so been a cook for people. You know, I really enjoy it. My parents are the same. They're really outrageously um, generous with their with their time and money and and um, cookery skills. Yeah. My dad, especially these days. My mum can't do anything. Um, <laughs> straight, <laughs> so up straight up useless. I'm not allowed to denigrate my mother on another fucking podcast. Did you do it before. Gavin! <laughs> How dare this you? Is an exclusive. Yeah, we're shitting on Kate's mom. 
<laughs> no, sorry, we're not. We're not. We love my mum. She's I love very your disabled mom. and She's she lovely. can't do anything. Okay, and it's sad. okay. I thought maybe she was just lazy. <laughs> no, that's me, darling. That's just you. Okay. Mm. Oh, uh, so, this is lemony. Oh, I'm gonna definitely. I will get some. I just know right now. I'll just feel like just. Uh, uh, <laughs> I hate the sound of people eating. Do you? Do other people? Hold on. Let me see. I'm gonna turn I've your mic. I'm gonna turn your mic up real quick while you eat. Just go ahead. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> I um. <laughs> Do you know, I've been trying to think like where, like the direction that I want to take this podcast. I'm trying <laughs> to, been, I don't even know. Like, I think it's gradually turning into like a bit of a, like an absurd version of a TV show. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, you had a date. I had you? a date That's, on the podcast. How that? So much fun. Like so good. I was so chuffed with like, uh, Ina for coming on. Like so brave of her. How but, did you find her? Well, so she, did you watch the whole episode? Off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the waiters. Uh, there was two waiters, and so the girl who was the waiter uh, was friends with Ina. Mm. So I knew her, mm. and then they came to my party a few months back, and then they were like, "Hey, I think I know," because I floated the idea of like having a date on the podcast. Like, how cool would that be? And they're like, "Hey, I think I know a girl who would be interested in coming on. Like, she's down for just whatever goofy stuff." And I was like, fuck yeah. And she came to the party, talked to her for a bit. And uh, I was like, hey, do you want to come on the podcast mm. and just have a date? Mm. And then we're going to have like, a, I'll pay for the full meal, three course meal, wow, have wine. Fuck. Yeah, because we had like, we had oysters. Oh we had God. the main and we had dessert as well. Um, and it went for a while and we had the violin player as I well. I saw that. Gabe, it was so good. Why didn't you do that for me, babe? You wanted a violin. <laughs> 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 We ain't dating right now, okay? <laughs> I like that. You're going right to need now. a lot more of these. <laughs> I think uh, that was a blast. I got That was like so much fun, but I gradually want to turn it more into that. Like I did an episode where... Absurdism. Absurdism, yeah. Well, I'm like, helping, right? I, you're doing great. Like this is the, like, the type of way I want to take it, but where it's still kind of like informative at the mm. same time. You know, like we can still kind of have a good chat. It's still, it's both visually compelling and it's also good to listen to. You know, I hope I'm visually compelling. you are very visually compelling. <laughs> yes, mm. the video does well, eh? Like if it's mm. on YouTube, it does a bit better. Mm. But I need to figure out a way to kind of just like, I want to grow it, and I want to get mm. to a point where I can pay my rent from <laughs> from like a podcast. But it's so fucking. I just, man. I have a podcast as well. Yeah. What are your strategies for for? I leave it to someone else to strategize. <laughs> so how how are you doing? Do you have like what's what what kind no, of I numbers? did but i keep getting messages from from people who listen saying thank you that really impacted me was are these just random people some people who are friends of mine some people who are friends of friends um i'm going up to do an event in new plymouth in a couple of weeks and someone who follows me on instagram is really excited to see me in person because they've listened to my podcast the podcast is called a couple of sluts a couple of sluts yeah can i get on yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hop on, darling. <laughs> Hop on. So, so who do you who do you have that manages it for you? How does uh, that so Michelle Casey is mm. the, the kind of the head of my of that podcast. She and well, we do it together, but 
fuck, she's in charge. She's boss. Right. And she has an assistant and I can't afford an assistant. And so they do all the hard work. I just show up and talk. Right. So Fucking brilliant. Is that I, I'm I, not going to earn anything from it. Well, this is what I kind of like am intrigued by. And this is kind of where I want to get to, where I'm trying to figure out like, I'm a, a big fan of like art growing organically. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like just the organic process. But at the same time, for me to continue doing this. you got to hustle man you gotta yeah. fucking hustle what is hustling look like in the podcasting game is it just getting on all shows yeah um this is my second podcast this weekend right um i wasn't naked for the one yesterday fuck yeah, yeah. gavin <laughs> gavin learns exclusive <laughs> um, uh, yeah and that's a friend in america who mm-hmm. i spent time with in china because I've I get around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slut. No. Um, yeah. I don't know. Fuck knows. Um, again, I know nothing, and I just ride on the coattails of those who know more than I do. Mm, that's the way to go. Is that yeah. all right? Totally. Maybe I can talk to your friend <laughs> in the future, and she can maybe point me in like the right. Honestly, I'm not mm. even kidding. Like I'd be so keen to learn about like how to make it grow, mm. how to like just just reach more people. You know, and sell out. I just want to fucking sell out. I'm a sell out. Uh. Mm, see, I'm not. <laughs> just give away all my integrity. Yeah. I, I'm like, I cannot sell out. My integrity is. Depends what selling out means. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm definitely not going to give up on my integrity, but I definitely want to have like a way of paying my rent. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that's the key. Wouldn't it be nice if someone else always paid our rent for us and we were just allowed to live and mm. do as we fucking well please? Mm-hmm. Hello, Universal Basic Income. Thank you UBI, very much. UBI, yeah. That was. A, what do you think of uh, the UBI versus the GMI? What's GMI? Guaranteed minimum income. So What's it's the uh, there's like a, it's it's a bit it's a watered down version of UBI but it's for like one third of the cost. So you get a lot of the benefits that the UBI proposes. It's a bit different uh, in that I don't think everyone's fully eligible for it. Mm. Um, but as far as like the overall cost, because I think in New Zealand, UBI is like 23 billion mm. a year, but GMI is like seven to 8 billion a oh, year. Really? Yeah. And it pr- gives like a lot of the, lo- lot of the benefits for like a much smaller cost. Also eat the rich. You think so? Mm. What's yeah. your thoughts on, uh, on, 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 I guess, on capitalism? I fucking hate it. As an artist, I fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad has a go at me for hating it. So well, yeah. you, you've chosen this route, darling. And I'm like, I have, but mm-hmm. I'm also valuable and worthy of earning a reasonable amount of money, I think, that it, I'm not getting just because I've chosen to do something that fulfills my soul. It's interesting because like when you say worth, right, how do you, how do you define, because in a capitalistic society, your worth is defined by other people giving you money, Mm. right? Mm. And so it's interesting because like within, I think, uh, capitalism has, I like the idea of like socialism Mm. more so than anything. Whereas like within New Zealand, we kind of have like a quasi form, depending on how you define socialism, we have a pretty socialist state you Mm. know um which i love but at the same time i think we need to have aspects of capitalism for competitiveness and innovation i mean we look at like the leaps and bounds we've made in the scientific communities and stuff like that i think a lot of that is down to uh incentivized wealth creation but then but then the wealth created stays very much you're right and that's where i think we need a bit more form of like a a socialistic society where maybe it's higher tax rates yeah um i don't know about an earning cap 
um i do i do under i like the idea of like being like listen you're not like an owning cap an know? owning cap what is an owning cap um property so wise property wise you know that, yeah there are many <coughs> people in um new zealand i was reading who have 20 or more houses mm-hmm. and are just rental empires sure and and rent is just creeping up and up and up but wages mm. are not and it's incredibly imbalanced and it's only going to get more imbalanced, I mm-hmm. feel. And so uh, th- a lot of work needs to be done. I feel well, like everyone deserves to be housed, right? Mm-hmm. Like everyone, that's a h- basic human right is to be housed in something that isn't, you know, moldy and disgusting and mm-hmm. unsuitable to be mm-hmm. housed in. Um, and it just angers me that there are so many people who have so much and and don't give a shit about the people who haven't got that because they've worked hard to get it mm-hmm. um like some people can't work hard to get it you know and therefore they are left behind in this disgusting race to the bottom actually mm. for them and it, it <coughs> It doesn't sit well with me, Gavin. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell it does not. It really doesn't sit well with me. I think when we get into like societies and cultures and communities as big as what we have, there needs to be compromises on individual freedoms. And I think you see that very much so in the States, where it is a nation built on individual freedoms and individual liberties. And so you have zero compromise on the individual because they don't want to live or they they, 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 they want to live as a collect a safe collective, but at the same time not give up on any individual rights. When you live in like a society that's that large, you have to come up with compromises. It's as simple as owning a gun, you know? It's like it's our right to own guns. It's like, yeah, okay, you can look at it that way, but at the same time, why don't you just flip the fucking y- script? Totally, and just make a compromise <laughs> as a society and be like, listen, hey, we're gonna cut down the total amount of people who get shot every year and give up on this freedom. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know exactly what I like. It baffles. Like, America just fucking baffles me the way. So, I know. No, it's okay. It's I mean, it's, I've got a weird, like, di- like complex with that. Like, I'm half American, half Kiwi, but I've lived here most of my life, you know? The accent suggests that I'm way more American than I actually yeah. am. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's very strange. And it's oh. an interesting thing because I think about it. I think you are what a lot of people tell you you are. And mm. so, if people say you're American, you're like, mm. I guess I'm American, you know? Mm. It's very interesting. Like... You're ugly. Well, yeah, I guess you're ugly totally. then. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. No, not accepting that. Mm-hmm. So flip that script too, mm-hmm. Gav. Say, uh, yeah. actually, no. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm a Kiwi. Mm-hmm. But I identify with both at the same time. You know, there are aspects of like, I, I, I think, I think it's very easy for us to to pigeonhole America by like this idea of like what Trump embodies. <laughs> I I'm not that black and white you know yeah. i'm not that black i like i have so many american friends and they are nothing like totally the the marker points that the american media kind of sure, speak totally. to us mm-hmm. so yeah it's um i'm not not as uh naive to think that oh bless you Thank darling you. i will give you a, a blessing mm, we should talk about that <laughs> so you are, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. So you are in a church. Yeah, I am. And I was shocked to learn <laughs> that. 
<laughs> um, it shocks everyone, especially Christians, to know that I'm a Christian, and yet I'm this out out there kind of liberated, sexually promiscuous, um, happy being naked kind of human being who can who can hold all these things that people think shouldn't go together in me and and make it work what does being a christian mean to you oh that's such a good question yeah because (laughs) because yeah you say you're a christian but i think a lot of other people would be like you don't embody what a christian would typically be uh i don't embody love that's basically for me what what being a christian means Mm -hmm. love forgiveness hope joy community um seeing god in every interaction that i have between people seeing the god in you mm-hmm. gavin and seeing seeing that you are a worthy human being who is deserving of everything that that you deserve you know the the love and the hope and the peace and the joy and community so i'm going to give you that this sounds very much like uh hari krishna <laughs> I had two Hare Krishnas on the podcast and we talked about it and it sounds more like, um, because I feel like their religion's less focused or maybe I need to, I interviewed these two people. Yeah. I need to get somebody who was a Hare Krishna and had left and I want to get their perspective on it as well just because I think I definitely got a very rose tinted uh, picture of it. So a lot of um, evangelical Christians uh, would say I'm not a Christian because I don't think that the Bible is the living, breathing word of God. Right, right. Um, And they would have a field day telling me that I was going to hell Mm -hmm. because of my actions. Uh, You know, I'm queer. I have sex with women. I have sex with men. I have sex with non-binary people. Um... They they would say those actions. Well, I'm going to go to hell mm-hmm. um, because I'm not living a godly righteous life. But mm-hmm. for me, a godly righteous life is loving people and accepting people in the situation that they are in, and supporting them and walking with them, and and saying I love you, I've got you. Like uh, my church is just phenomenal for doing that. Apart mm. from you know telling me that I'm fat and need to lose yeah, weight, right, that but one, one, but for one that yeah. that one lady earlier. <laughs> um, so what, what what drew you to Christianity then over other religions? Because I feel like that's a strain in many religions, but they go about it in different ways. Uh, yes. Why Christianity? Um, I think I think because it was there right when I needed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I was. 13, um, 14, I was an impossible, raging mass of hormones. (laughs) And it gave me something outside of myself Mm. to focus on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, And I think that's the, for me, the key is instead of focusing on myself and being a selfish person, I act more selflessly Mm -hmm. and give to others and, and that becomes way more fulfilling yeah, yeah totally. it's weird right it's yeah. like the idea of not not what, what can you give me but what can i give you mm. and then it indirectly all comes back like mm. it's like being i'm selfishly selfless mm. do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, Where it's yeah. like, i'm doing this for me yeah. <laughs> 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 so yeah so i go to church i i'm a lay i'm training to be a lay preacher so i okay. run services um and preach and <laughs> preach on the bible um nice. i've still got 
lemon meringue in my yeah, moustache. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. You still got a tiny... Now you got it. Yeah, mm. Nice. Um, they couldn't see that. No, 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 no. It was just for me. It was just for you. Private show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so preaching on the Bible, but but trying to bring it out of what it what it has always been, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to trying to get something different from it, and like how do I apply it to now? Like how do I apply it to this situation? How do I help it make me a better person? How do I be less judgmental in my actions? Mm. How do I how do I go about seeking to to fulfill other people's needs? You know, it's it's very much issuing a challenge to people to be their best selves. Mm-hmm. You know, and and if they're not their best selves, that's okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, you don't always have to be your best self. Other people can be there for you when you're struggling mm. and my church is so good at that so I go to Nio Union Church it's literally across the street from me mm. and I've I've been kept alive by some of the women there who who just love me and just hold me and and by my neighbors who give me a bed when when my ex and I break up you know it's they're they are practical I'm borrowing one of their cars to go to Auckland next weekend covid dependent um they're just yeah they're incredible supportive supportive and it hasn't i mean it hasn't always been that way in every church that i've been to but the majority of them have been it's just when they preach hate against the queers i'm just like why are you doing this do you see a lot of that in religion yeah. 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 Especially in the conservative evangelical strain yeah. of Christianity. There's a lot more it's of that, isn't there? Really grim. It's yeah. so grim. Um and uh conversion therapy is a thing. I need to get somebody on this podcast who's gone through conversion therapy. I might be able to help you. I think I am so curious about talking to somebody about that. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to learn about it. Did, what was the law that just got... Did yeah, that it's banned. They just banned, banned it. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. I literally wrote, wrote a poem called Fuck J.K. Rowling <laughs> and had the line, um, and conversion therapy, can we please ban that NZ, put it to bed? And they have. Like, yeah. my poems... Your poem listen. did that. Your Mom, poem it was all me. <laughs> uh, one of my other poems, period piece, um, I talk about how I hate um, the aisle called... Um, <sighs> feminine hygiene Mm. where you find all the tampons and pads and stuff and i'm like i need it to be different because feminine not not all women bleed Mm -hmm. and some people who don't identify as women bleed uh, and hygiene suggests that we're dirty so i'm like i would like it to be called menstruation station Ooh, that's good (laughs) yeah isn't it but they've gone with period products is that what they call it? Period products? That's what they're calling it now in Countdown, yeah. Mm. It's not quite as catchy. It's not, yeah. yeah. See, I don't really I don't I don't really have a bone in that fight. No. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, whatever. Yeah. Whatever works for you guys, man. Thanks, yeah. Just keep it away from me. <laughs> oh darling, no, period sex is some of the best sex. Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, There's well. just no risk of getting pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a tiny risk. <laughs> um no, it's like it's like I need. It's for me. <laughs> you find it empowering. I find it so good. Like I'm just like, like it just feels better, or it is it feels so good because your body is doing some weird shit, mm. and then then you get to focus on something else for a while, and orgasms are like one of nature's best painkillers, mm. and so so actually you 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 might stop cramping, right? 
if you're having sex. I don't know if it works for everyone. But um, yeah, and also, fuck, it's just a bit of blood. Honestly, you can have a shower, you can wash it off. It's mm. actually really good lubricant. What about the sheets? Uh, I have sex towels, darling. Sex don't towels. you have sex towels? Not really. I think you no. should get some sex towels and have Are some they just period like sex with people. Towels, or is it just like? So, I, because I'm a squirter, I have to have waterproof towels. Right. Is that like plastic? So, so they're like the you know the the things you lay down for kids who piss themselves at night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> 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 Puddles. <laughs> like, I have to like extricate, extricate myself from the from the puddles. Oh my God. <laughs> <Kate>. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, get some proper sex towels, you know. Sex towels, yeah. Sex at Briscoe's. So what has your experience been getting back into the dating game on like Tinder, Bumble? Badoo is a cesspit of hell. Badoo? What's Badoo? A cesspit of hell. Is that a new one? Is that it's B-A-D? I saw that B-A-D-O-O. pop up actually. B-A-D-O-O. Yeah. It's purple. No. And you can message people without matching with them. Ah, so it's basically, okay. you can find people nearby and literally text, what are you doing? Do you want sex? Right. Um, it's like the grinder for straight people. Mm. Um, is that... Question, is that bad to send that text? Yes! Yeah? Because <laughs> yes! I would think like being transparent and forward about... There is a way to do it. Sure, you know, I agree is with a, you. There mm. is a way to do it. You do not just say W-Y-D question mark. Mm-hmm. I know what that means, but what I need you to say to me is, hello, I'm horny. Mm. I'm looking for someone who would be willing to come around and fuck me. Mm. Would that be you? If it is, let me know. If not, all good. Mm-hmm. I'll keep looking. And I think that's the that's like a much healthier way like it's like sex positive, yeah. you know, where it's yeah. like, you know, like having I have a healthy a need, relationship with sex. I have a need that needs fulfilling. Yes. Like, Would you be interested in fulfilling that? Yeah. For, like for that the night? transactional kind of. Totally. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I think it's just once again, clearer communication when it, when I have gotten so much better with my community. I used to look at like sexual interactions as like a, uh, yeah. One of the things that not to be discussed a thing to convince the partner. Right. Do you know I, what I mean? Like, I don't necessarily need convincing. Totally. Like, I'm... But were you like that as well? Like, a convincing thing? Or is that... Maybe that's just more of a guy thing or... I don't like it. I don't like... No, I don't like it either because it's inauthentic. But yeah. I just thought that was the way that you had to be. Do you know? Like, you had yeah. to convince... Uh, I had to be cool. We all taught that, you know, like <laughs> say the right things in the day, dress the right way, you know, be cool. Don't be too forward. Don't be, and it's just like, just being authentic is so much more. Yeah. Real. But it, it, once again, it leads to problems. You know what I mean? And it, I mean, I could say to you, Gav, I'm really attracted to you. Mm. Um, like I'd be interested in having sex with you. Would mm. you be interested in having sex with me? And you can say, you know what, Kate, actually, maybe one day I might, but right now I'm not. Mm-hmm. Or, or like, oh, it's a hard pass. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm not ready to go there with you. Mm. I like you as a friend. I don't want to, I don't want to fuck you. Um, but that's like a very non-confrontational, very, but yeah. And I think that's the way, that's the way to go. hundred yes. percent. And yes. I, it's, yeah. And that has been something I've learned in like the last year. Is just Well, like, keep going. Yeah. Keep learning. Mm. Keep being mm. transparent and honest mm. and saying, here is, here is who I am. Here is my need that needs to be fulfilled. Mm. I'm going to ask you for it. If you can't fulfill that need, then that's okay. Mm. Like, I'm mm. not going to 
abuse you or um, try and persuade you or or, or try and manipulate you Mm -hmm. into coming to bed with me. That's that's not the kind of sex I want. I do not want manipulative, um, persuaded, forced sex. Mm -hmm. That's not consensual. Mm -hmm. Consent is key. Enthusiastic consent is the best kind of consent. Well, I think enthusiastic consent is a consent that you should always be going for. Yeah, right? In my mind, like... Uh, there's consent, which can be like the persuaded, and then there's enthusiastic, which is two people. And growing up as a young man, I didn't really know the difference between, Mm. you know what I mean? Like I really, I only learned that recently, like the idea of enthusiastic consent. I was always in the impression that like, you know, there's there's consent. That's consent. Yep. That's what it is, you know? And it's, yeah, it's just been like such a great, like really good. I'm really pleased for you. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Well, I think, I think like it's once again, it's one of those things that you just kind of have to, you shouldn't have to, but you do have to find out for yourself. And it's like only, (laughs) especially when you have friends that are girls, you can have those conversations with. Mm. And I've only, as I've only gotten older, I've actually learned how to communicate better with like the opposite sex and stuff like that. And that's been like a real just eye opener as well. And I think, um, yeah, I just think I think there's a a real. I don't even think boys a lot of the times know that they are manipulating. Do you know what I mean? I think they are thinking that that is how it should be. Yeah, they're you know? thinking that this is me seducing you. Yes. So I've got on my profiles seeking <coughs> seduction, mm-hmm. and for most men, that's like, oh, you're down to fuck, mm-hmm. you know, and and I'm like. Well, maybe I am. Maybe one day I wake up and go, yeah, I'm down to fuck today. Mm-hmm. But another day I'm like, my body fucking hurts. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. You know, like chronic illnesses that sure. <laughs> wavy yeah. roller coasters of like time, like days where I can't move out of bed mm-hmm. and others where I'm just like, I would like to fuck everyone, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but still having that honest conversation and saying, and, and yeah, I, I totally agree. And unfortunately, I think a lot of these like thing it's it's changing now. It's it's getting more and more into the mainstream. But a lot of this awareness is happening in like pockets, mm. you know, and then within people's own circles and communities. And then it it gradually goes out now, 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 now. The thing is, I don't I don't like doing the emotional labor of trying to tell a man that what they're doing is totally yeah. is gaslighting yes. and like trying to kind of push their their cognitive buttons to try and get them to realize what the fuck they're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, like some days I'm just like, I do not have the emotional capacity to lead you by the hand in how you should be Mm -hmm. interacting with people. So actually I'm just going to block you. So what do you reckon the solution is? Oh, fuck. I think it starts early. Like you're talking like sex education Mm -hmm. should be um, focused more around consent and communication. Mm -hmm. And, and I think, you know, we should do more uh, cognitive work, you know, cognitive behavioral work mm-hmm. on ourselves. I think we should all be seeking to learn more from as many sources as we can, like you are doing with with your mm-hmm. friends. Like, hey, hey, friends, friends who have experienced this, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. And they can go, if they have the emotional capacity to do that labor with you, mm-hmm. fair. But... I th- honestly, I think critical reasoning is lacking in so many aspects of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you see it with media. You see it with uh, uh, so many things, dating. Mm-hmm. Um, so good education. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Edu- like educate people about how to fucking date. Mm. Mm. It's, I mean, it shouldn't be that fucking hard, right? Mm. But we just, we're all just like fumbling through this forest going, ah, yeah. ah, this person. What do I do? And oh, unfortunately, do I do? the learning curves now come with like making mistakes and that's mm. where people, and that's yeah. where they shouldn't happen. Yeah. I had but the best message from someone. I, we'd, we'd played around a bit and, and uh, wanked a bit for each other mm. on, on camera. And I got a message from him and said, hey, I don't think we should continue uh, I'm feeling really conflicted about this because I've been dating someone for a month and I think we're about to go steady and yeah. and so it'd be really cool if if we could stop because I, I feel really uncomfortable uh. and I was I, I sent a message back this is the best message I've ever had this is <laughs> this is so clear yeah. this is you are giving me your clear reasons it is coming from your experience mm-hmm. and what you are living right now you're not blaming me for anything you're taking responsibility for your own emotions and you're saying what you want and what you don't want mm-hmm. so you're saying you want this other person um and and not me right now and so i was like do you know what i'm so happy i said i'm so happy for you i'm so happy you found someone Mm -hmm. and i'm really happy that you communicated that so clearly with me you're an awesome human being thank you Mm. thank you so much and and he came back to me and said oh my god you took that really well (laughs) i'm like what are you up to tonight (laughs) (laughs) well duh (laughs) you know i'm i'm a wordsmith i'm a poet i'm a communicator that's what i do Mm. you know and so i want just like getting it from someone else was just like balm to my soul mm-hmm. in a sea of what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, in a sea of what you're doing tonight, what you're up to, up to, mm-hmm. up to the fuck, yeah, up to yeah, what's yeah. that as a greeting, up to, yeah, up to, yeah, yeah, not you, yeah, 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 so education, big time, yeah, yeah. yeah. like even dating apps before <laughs> they should be like. Do you know what gaslighting is? I think Bumble's yes. really good at that, though. Like, Bumble's like... I a, like Bumble. Bumble is my favorite of the apps. Yeah, because I think Bumble, there's like... There is quite a bit of education as far as on the app when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I think it being... I think there's an in- inherent power imbalance between men and women when it comes to dating. Just just by... Uh, and I'm only speaking with just in terms of men and women, rather than binary, non-binary, because I just I'm not too familiar with with all yep. that. So I can only speak from my experiences. But I do know that just by the nature of biology, there's more often than not a physical imbalance between men and women. So the most thing a guy has to fear is rejection. The mm. most thing a woman has to fear is getting murdered. You know what I mean? <laughs> so just by that power imbalance, and I think, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, and I think where Bumble kind of comes I into guess. play is tries to you know realign the scales yeah yeah when people say what don't you like i always add murder (laughs) (laughs) yeah murder uh (laughs) not interested in being murdered thanks how do you know if you haven't tried (laughs) (laughs) like i like certain things that require a lot of trust that i'm not going to do with someone the first time i fuck them Mm -hmm. you know Mm. it's it's yeah what don't i like well, quite a lot, actually, mm. quite a lot. And I'll get to those. But for a start, I don't like deep throating mm-hmm. because my jaw dislocates and it hurts. And you're just like, yeah, that's not going to go well for me or you <laughs> if I'm in pain, you know? And so, and people are like, oh, no. But why did they want deep throating anyway? Is it just because they've seen it on porn? Yeah, it's, a it's porn. Yeah. Porn needs, there's a place for porn in society as well to kind of really be an educator because that's where a lot of, uh, a lot of our education. It's really weird too. You see like certain types of porn that 
uh, as we become more aware now, are actually just like rape. <laughs> you Fuck know? Off. Well, no, it's just like sleeping porn, like the girls sleeping. Oh, that's disgusting. And they have sex. And then it's like, okay, well, that's like a non consensual interaction right there. Yeah. You know, then you have ones where it's like, you know, there's all sorts of that stuff. Oh, but I'm like, horrified. But if a young boy sees that, you know, without any previous education <laughs> or girl, that's like, okay, that's a normal interaction. I think porn has a good place for education mm. as well in a in a in a good sense do you think that you do know? you think it's an overall positive uh i think so because it's it's given a lot of people um a force for liberation mm. and a lot of people get a lot of work from it mm. you know it's great sex workers work mm-hmm. um but also the the damaging sides of porn are also there but like same with religion right like religion has, has been a force for good and evil in the mm. world so everything has has like its points like i'm not a perfect person <laughs> i've done some pretty shoddy shit in my life but like you look at me now and would be like yeah you're a great human like mm. you're really cool kate and i'm like no but i do some really uncool shit sometimes because totally. i'm human well it's like as well we we i think nowadays we also look at people as very one-dimensional Ugh, you yeah. know we define them by that one thing or you know th- that and it's like there's so much more nuance and aspects to it especially nowadays when we have social media and that platform to look at people which really only lets us see them in like this lens that lens you know that's that fucking lens so much i hate i hate it i hate it i'm like i rarely post on instagram or facebook they're mostly to promote my shows or to Mm. make fun of people on dating sites um (laughs) 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 so i came across someone on bumble who who said that they would correct my grammar if i got it wrong and they'd spelt grammar wrong so i called them out on um on the Instagram. What an idiot. Yeah. A moron. Yeah. <laughs> Just so stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it could have been. It could have been the best kind of um, ploy. Yeah, it could have been a funny it joke. Could have been a, could have been a joke. It could have been a joke. But I doubt it. Yeah. I, I'm just like, no. I'm so Good I, lay? Good lay, though? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I swipe like if you spell grammar wrong and tell me you're a grammar word, I am nerd, I immediately swipe left. He there are so more. many things I swipe left for, Gavin. Why have you got a boar on your back for fuck's yeah, sake? Please stop holding a dead fish <laughs> in your profile pictures. Uh why are you only ever in a group of people? Mm. Which one are you, fucking hell? All of them. <laughs> 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 uh, I have got really good at spotting catfishes as have well. You? Yeah, like I How can. So? Oh, I just know what a catfish. I don't understand the whole catfishing thing because you're gonna meet up eventually. No, you're not. So no, what's their? No, their deal is that they, they lure like you in. They like to talk. They get your sexy pics and they fuck off. Really? Or they? They? I mean, <laughs> like I literally had one this morning, and I was like, "You're a catfish," and he's like, "No, look, I'm not. Here's proof." And I'm like do this pose for me like take a picture of yourself right right, right. this second doing this pose nothing Mm -hmm. and i'm just like yeah i'm done that's if you can't prove to me that you are a real human person Mm. that you say you are get lost i'm I'm not interested it's so interesting like i've i got catfished really badly four years ago mm. like the emotional energy that i invested in this catfish um, and then I sort of came to realize that this is a really lonely person totally. on the other end. Like this person, I'm lonely. I'm getting something out of it. It might not be real, mm-hmm. but actually I still kind of need it myself. <laughs> 
So who is catfishing whom by the end? Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> <laughs> they get this other person saying the exact same thing yeah. on a podcast where the host <laughs> is naked and he's <laughs> at this exact same In time. In the other timeline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, yeah. yeah, I think it's uh it's so strange too, because when I think about like all like the just weird stuff, I have quite a few friends that like uh are either A like a sex worker or, you know, prostitutes or work in a strip club. Mm. Um and just the stories that you hear, I don't know if it's context- contextual because it's happening in that setting, but just like, I don't see any of it outside of my immediate social group. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, and then you get caught up in that bubble thing where it's like, yeah, it's really not that big of an issue. Yeah. But it's, it's so much. Uh, it's just, I hate that it's so hidden, mm. that sex is still a hidden thing and mm-hmm. I blame colonialism <laughs> <laughs> capitalism colonialism capitalism patriarchy <laughs> CCP <laughs> communist party of China no. <laughs> bring it on oh fuck <laughs> are, would you, are you like a pro-communist no yeah no. I, it's good <laughs> having lived in a communist country I'm not mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's uh, it's too easily uh, manipulated for the person in power totally and it's really interesting too with like you have china and you're talking about like basic human rights of like housing and stuff like Mm. that and in china from from what i've heard like scholars talk about is that their uh perception towards rights that we see as inherent within humans that's actually a cultural view on rights mm. and in china it's kind of used as uh western rights mm. and it's totally different in china where there's like this real idea of like a collective fee- uh, a collective the society will make a compromise collectively to benefit the future growth of its economy of its people and so they're willing to make sacrifices on the individual basis much more wholeheartedly and then you see the contrast of that in the states, yeah, and it's, it's there needs to be a middle ground. There needs to be a, a, a yeah. balance, a balance somewhere. Yeah, and I think I think we've done pretty well here in New Zealand. You know, we're getting there. We yeah. could do so much better. Poverty, child. Oh, poverty. we could always do better. Child we, poverty, totally. family violence. Mm-hmm. There's so much that needs work. Mm-hmm. You know, I think so it's also much. important though to look at where we are relative, not to rest on our laurel, laurels, mm. but to also be proud of how much we 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 have achieved within within you know yeah i, I mean yeah we we've we've done well mm-hmm. we can do better mm-hmm. yeah we can do better yeah i really hope we can do better i mean you even see it out on the streets now there's a lot of homeless mm. uh, and i fr- this i might be wrong in this but I, I i've talked about this quite a bit apparently in the three terms that national were in power there were 27 hospitals that were designated for mental health and well-being. Huh. And they got closed down during the national government. And so now I think there's two. For, but I might be this <laughs> I might be wrong on this. Yeah. So I don't don't quote me on this, but apparently uh, that's why we have this huge rise in, in homelessness it's because people unsurprising. Have left those. Yeah, they left those and now they're here. You know, um, I accidentally fell on a national voter's dick the other day, and my vagina still hasn't forgiven me. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's your? Are, are you? Are you willing? Is it once again one of those things where it's like emotional labor? You're not really willing to invest it in a a conversation with somebody who has like the opposing viewpoint. So my ex had a go at me. He said, "Well, you should have listened, and you should have had a discussion, Kate." And I was like. The first thing he asked me after sex was, where do you see the country going in the next four years? And I'm like, this is not post-coital cuddling. Mm. This Mm. is political 
Um, Sounds like you just had bad pillow talk. (laughs) (laughs) I would never act that. No, right? Um, Hey, stop stealing my moves. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then he proceeded to fire off about how unhappy he was that Labour had got in with such a landslide majority and how bad the Greens were with their policies. And I was just like... Yeah, I'm, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> how do I get out of this man's house? And I had to sit and watch like an hour of YouTube bollocks. Um, what? He started showing you political YouTube videos? He started showing me rap battles of history uh, on YouTube. Yeah, epic rap battles of history. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they were great, but I was also like... <laughs> You're not really... Your mind's not really on I'm n- yeah. I am so confused as to how I misread this situation so badly that I fucked a national voter. Like, <laughs> I just, I'm still, I'm still mad at myself. Um, his dick was tiny. It, I, I mean, I squirted all over his bed and ruined his couch. It's fine. Um, <laughs> he didn't put towels down. He knew what he was That's in for. Was lost. I, um, and like, we've both ghosted each other. <laughs> nice. right. Yeah, I, I'm, I made my excuses. I said, uh, I'm going to go. Uh, thanks bye <laughs> and didn't message him and he hasn't messaged me and thank the lord for that and here we are yeah here we are talking about <laughs> it on the podcast i was going to try and make it into a comedy skit as well like, like a comedy to? bit do you do sketches do i don't do, do sketches do? no just a, a bit um i'm only just starting to get into comedy proper you right. know like yeah, yeah. i'm very much a comedy poet or a political poet um and so yeah just just kind of dipping my toes in the comedy waters and getting some really good kind of support from people. Mm. Um, but yeah, don't just don't know. Just a comedy or, or OnlyFans or both. Surely both. Comedy OnlyFans. Hey, while you what? eat naked. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Tate. <laughs> Jesus. This is going to happen. On that note. Yeah. I think we call it. Fuck off. You want to keep going? We can no, keep going. I'm, s- I'm pretty... Sweating my cunt off, love. Fuck yeah. All right, on that <laughs> note, ladies and gentlemen, hey, uh, anything you want to promote? Where can people find you? People can find me at www.creativekate.com. That's C-R-E-A-T-I-F-K-A-T-E.com. Same handle on Instagram um, and Facebook, if you use that anymore. Like, yes, I don't I, have I, do. I don't have Twitter because I fucking loathe it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're not ready to get cancelled on there yet, are no. you? <laughs> <laughs> not really into cancelling other people either. Like it's just not, just not. I think the it's done changing. Thing. I think it's uh, yeah, it's it's weird. We're just yeah, we're still learning. We're still learning about so much, and I oh. think we're, it's like a pendulum. Which, 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 go uh, back like and forth. my breasts. Hell yeah! <laughs> just like those titties. Titties. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye. See, wasn't that fun? That was so cool. Bit of boobs, bit of butt, bit of skin. Never hurt nobody. Um, thanks for listening. And uh, if you if you watched, thanks for watching. If you didn't watch, I highly recommend you check that out. Um, you get to see some boobs, which is always fun. Not mine. Um, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, like the video. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, and if you're listening, thanks for listening. Um, catch you guys next time. Thank you. Bye.